0: Thank you for your presence today whether single or married as christians devoted to the cause of christ we have an innate desire to serve god with our whole hearts christian singles are open to complete devotion to god while married couples are continually challenged to maintain the right balance between their responsibilities to their loved ones and their devotion to almighty god with god nothing shall be impossible have your bible pen and paper handy as you will want to take notes as Pastor Rander gives us spiritually sound insights.
1: And Father, we pray now that you would use me to preach truth in the power of your spirit. I can't do nothing apart from you. Empower me now in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, amen. 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 Uh, If you turn your Bibles, open your Bibles and turn uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 11 And then we'll go to verse 12 and 13b. We're going to be going through a number of scriptures. We're back into our soul-searching evaluation message. Uh, The message is entitled, A Soul-Searching Evaluation for Genuine Salvation and Spiritual Maturity. A Soul-Searching Evaluation for Genuine... A Soul-Searching Evaluation for... Genuine salvation and spiritual maturity. Let us continue now to evaluate ourselves, and when the Lord reveals to us those spiritual deficiencies, that when He brings them to mind, and when we fall under conviction by the Spirit of God then we need to repent and then surrender those deficiencies to the Lord and make the necessary spiritual adjustments to strengthen those areas of weaknesses so that we can be all that God is calling us to be to the glory of God. So let's commence with the evaluation to see how we measure up in light of the word of God. The first question we pose to you, do you take responsibility for your own decisions, actions, and circumstances, or do you take comfort in shifting the blame to others? I reiterate, do you take responsibility? Do you take responsibility for your own decisions? Do you take responsibility for your own decisions, for your own actions, and circumstances or do you take comfort in just shifting the blame to others in genesis chapter 11 verse 13 12 and 13 it says and he said who told you that you were naked have you eaten from the tree of which i commanded you that you should not eat then the man said the woman whom you gave to me look at that blame she gave me gave me of the tree And I ate. So he blames Eve. And look what Eve does in verse 13b. The woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. Someone else's fault. My friends, be it known to you today that when one is honest with himself and has a good relationship with Jesus, you will assume responsibility for your own actions and not shift the blame to others are on God. I reiterate, when you are honest with yourself and you have a good relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you will assume responsibilities for your own actions and not shift the blame to others and not even on God. You'd be surprised how people blame God. God, if God, if I hadn't been born uh, or I was born this way, um, God, you did this to me. You'd be surprised at people who are angry at God for their circumstances. And sometimes uh, we are victim of circumstances that um, we didn't bring on ourselves. Some Maybe somebody else brought them on ourselves. And sometimes life finds us in a hard, hard place. But that's not a time for you to be blaming God. Because you need God to help you, so you need to be crying out for the mercy of God, the help of God in the midst of crises. We must repent and take responsibility for our own actions and not shift the blame to others. It's my husband, it's my children, my doctor, my, it's my in-laws, it's my whomever. And sometimes we, we blame everything on Satan. The devil made me do it, that Flip Wilson stuff. You know, the devil can't make you do anything. He places a temptation there, but it's up to you to decide whether you're going to yield or not. That's your choice. You did what you chose to do as an act of your own will. So don't blame others. Don't blame God. And don't, uh, don't blame Satan. Uh, b- blame yourself. Take responsibility for your own sins to the glory of Almighty God. Stop shifting the blame and and confront the issue of yourself to the glory of God. That's how you help yourself, all right? Number two in this evaluation, are you experiencing more victories over temptation, or do you find yourself yielding more to it? Are you experiencing more victories over temptation, or do you find yourself yielding more to it. Is it more, more victories or more defeats? There's a powerful scripture located in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Isn't that wonderful? God is what? How many of you know that God is faithful? God, that's how, that's how you got up, that's how you got up this morning, because God is faithful. His mercies are new every morning. That's the faithfulness of God. I'm so glad that God is faithful. As a matter of fact, God is faithful when we're not. Amen. When we're not faithful, God is faithful, Amen. who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. In other words, God will... God will not put on you or allow anything more than you can bear. He knows how much you can bear. So, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. In other words, with every temptation is an escape route. With every temptation is an escape route. And the reason folk are victimized by sin is because they don't want a way of escape. You know why they don't seek the escape? Hey, here's the way out over here. (laughs) And you go on and you yield to temptation and didn't look for it because you love sin. So you don't look for a way out that you may be able to bear it. Let me say something about that. It is absolutely impossible to live in this world and not be tempted by Satan. Impossible. You're going to be tempted by Satan. And and even Jesus himself was tempted. So if he were tempted, what makes you think that you're going to be excluded from temptation? All of us will be tempted from our birth to the day of our death. Doesn't matter how little you know, how much you know, how spiritual you are. Uh, how unspiritual you are, all of us will continue to be tempted by the enemy. Hebrews chapter four, verse 15 says, for we do not have a high priest, who is the Lord Jesus, who cannot, be, who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are. I mean, Jesus faced temptations at a level that we can't even comprehend, but he did not sin. Even in the midst of his temptation, he was tempted, so you can 't say god i don't God, you don't understand God said that's why I came to earth, and I do understand the devil came at me, I subjected myself to all of the shenanigans and the corruption and the evil of sinful man I, I, I subjected myself to my own creation, and I was whipped, I was bruised, I was sped upon, I was mistreated, and all these things, so i I was betrayed. Jesus understands where you are. That's beautiful. He understands where you are. He knows where you are. And he understands what you're going through. And for those of you who are in a hard place right now, tell Jesus about it. Because he knows just what to do. Whenever you pray, just let him have his way let Jesus fix it for you. And, and he can fix it like no one else. He can do what mother can't do, what father can't do, what money can't do, what drugs can't do. He can do what people can't do. Jesus is a helper. I like what the old folks say, he's my leaning post. <laughs> lean on him. Don't Some men talk about lean on me. Don't you lean on man. Amen. Yeah. Hey, you going fall. <laughs> You better learn how to trust and depend on God.
0: As Pastor Rander continues, we gain spiritual wisdom as to God's requirements for Christian men and women who choose singleness, singles who desire to marry, and criteria for future spouses, parents, and children. Trusting God, obeying Him in all things, no matter what, meditating on His Word, fasting, and praying without ceasing gives us discernment in every aspect of our lives. Saving us from the penalty of sin now and for generations to come.
1: Allow me to say something else about temptation, my friend. Embedded in every temptation is pride. Embedded in every temptation that has come your way and will come your way. Embedded in every temptation is pride, which is a disregard. It's a blatant disregard uh, for the Word of God. And embedded in every temptation is pride, which is to disregard the word of God and act independently in our own wisdom and strength embedded in every temptation is pride and pride is to disregard the word of God, what he says, and then to act independently in our own human wisdom and in our own strength. And we see that in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. And he said to the woman, "Uh, has God indeed said, in other words, Satan uh, wanted to get Eve to doubt the authority and the validity of the word of God and the truthfulness and the veracity of Holy Scripture. And then, then he just he's just lying to her. He's deceiving her. You shall, uh, you, you shall not, you you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And he's posing questions. But let me tell you something. You have to realize when Satan gets you to doubt the authority of the Word of God, then you're on your way to declining in your spiritual life. Next, if we're not growing in our faith, if we're not growing in our faith. We will be more inclined to yield to temptation. You can't listen. You, 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 once you come to Christ, you just can't stop right there. Once you believe, how many of you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? You know that you know the Lord without a doubt. Listen, but 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 your faith just can't stop at the point of salvation. I believe the Lord Jesus Christ and I believe that He died on the cross of my sins, was buried, and rose. I believe that. But now you got to, your faith has to even grow beyond that. You have to have a growing, maturing faith to the glory of God. If we're not growing in our faith, we will be more inclined to yield to temptation. Your faith needs to be a growing faith. If not, you're going to yield to sin and temptation. Therefore, we must ask the Lord to increase our faith. That's, that's a wonderful prayer, Lord. I'm not satisfied with where I am, and the only way I'm gonna get, I'm gonna really walk in victory. I need a tremendous measure of faith from you. First John five four b says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Your faith in whom? Your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, believing God, believing his word, trusting the Holy Spirit, being empowered by the Holy Spirit, a growing faith. My friends, the surest way to win the battle over temptation is to look and learn from the Lord who had complete victory over temptation while living on earth. If you're going to have victory over temptation, the surest way to, have, uh, to win the battle over temptation is to look and learn from the Lord who is our greatest example. He had complete victory over temptation while living on earth. You cannot have the attitude that says, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Uh, it can't happen to me. I can handle it. I know what I'm doing. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians ten, twelve. therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Lest he fall. And, um, and, and all of us are subject to fall. You can't be so spiritual that you can't fall. Doesn't matter how old you are. And you know what Satan really wants to do? After you've been walking with the Lord 30 and 40 years, he really want to mess your life up at the end. His goal for every one of us, including me, is for us not to finish well. He'll let you walk with the Lord and enjoy the Lord and all these things. And then right at the very end of the day of your life, uh, you yield and do things that you never thought you would do. You thought you were over that because you thought you were all of that. (laughs) And you did not take this self check spiritual inventory of your life serious and then you are a victim of Satan because you just let the principles of God's truth pass you by thinking you all of that and then you mess your life up at the very end. Do you not know even though Moses made the heavenly promised land he did not make the earthly promised land. This man He was a great prophet a great man of God. God loved him and he loved God. But yet he so messed up at the end of his life that he missed the promised land and did not cross over. That was Joshua's responsibility because of Moses' failure. And Moses was an old man. Moses was a wise man. Moses had a deep communion with God. This is the same Moses that was in the mount receiving the law of Almighty God. This is the man whose face shined like that of an angel. And yet God told him, don't keep begging me to go over into the land. You're not going. Get ready to commission Joshua. And let me tell you something, my friend. If it happened to Moses, and it did, it can happen to you. So stop being so hard on other folk and make sure you're shoring up and building up yourself and pray for those who have fallen and not point a finger because you don't know when you're next. Oh God, help me preach this word. Oh, so we must deal with with pride. It will mess us up. Uh, Refuse to allow overconfidence to cause you to think that you can never be overtaken by temptation. The temptations that come my way now are even greater than in the earlier days of my ministry. You think Satan wants me to fall? You think you have pressure? You think you have temptation? What about me who's leading all of you? You know, you're on radio, you're on television, you've been 25 years in ministry, you've seen your children and your grandchildren, you've been married 35 years. You think Satan don't want to mess all that up? Yes, he does you had better be praying for me. I am not invincible. I am not Superman preacher. I have a sin nature. That's right. And the devil comes at me in a greater way than you because if he can mess me up, the first thing you can say, well, listen, if, if, if Draper mess up like that, then what hope is there for me? And he wreaks havoc in the Lord's church. That's why I earnestly solicit your prayers. Oh, God, help me preach this message. You see, my friends, Jesus used the scriptures to gain victory over temptation, and so must we. And and, uh, you'll not have victory over temptation opening this Bible only on Sunday mornings when I tell you to open it up you need to be convicted every day you don't read your Bible. If if you're not convicted about uh, not reading your Bible, you're already in spiritual bad shape and you need to be in the spiritual ICU unit. I mean, it ought to bother you, convict you when you go a day and the longer you go, the more it ought to bother you. Saturating your mind with the word of God. You see, uh, Jesus used the scriptures to to gain victory over temptation, and so must we. Beloved, if we fail to rely exclusively on and live by the authoritative word of God, we are destined to yield to temptation. And that's why Satan don't want you in this book. That's right. And that's why every time you make your mind up that you're going to read, you'll have distractions hitting you from left and right. That's why when you begin to read, all of, all of a sudden, you get a perfect memory of all those things you forgot to do. You, you have that? I mean, every time when I get to praying, I say, and then all of a sudden, 50 things come in my mind that I didn't do that day. And then you find yourself getting up and you begin to do it, and then you, you, you don't get back to where you should have been. You know what? Let me, let me show you what works for me. I'm trying to help you. When I begin to pray and when I begin to read my Bible, What I do is, as much as possible, I shut down every possible distraction. I take my phone off the hook. I close up. Uh, you know, I, 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 I shut down the computers, I shut down the iPads, I shut down all this stuff. I don't even want to hear, it. even when you, sh- you, look, you you know, those those little news beeps, beeps with this and beeps reminders and all this stuff, you know, all this beeping stuff. Some of y'all impressed by iPad 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, but those iPads and the iPods and I this and I that, it is messing up your spiritual life. Uh-huh. Sometimes when God, uh, moves you to forget your phone, he don't want you to have it that day. And some of y'all will drive all the way back to get your phone and not drive back to get your Bible. You forgot your Bible? Keep on driving. Oh, my phone. Woo! You notice what I do? I stay on my knees, and what I do, I have a pen and pad next to me and hold my eyes and I begin to write down. I don't move, just write down just one word. Don't write a whole paragraph of all you got to do. That's too much time thinking about that. Just write down one word, you know. Uh you got flower at H E B flower. You know? Uh, you got forgot to call ma- Call mama. You know, just short words. And then you remember it, it'll jog your thinking later on. Stay on your knees. Yeah. Stay in the spirit of prayer. Keep your rear end in the seat if you cannot kneel down. I know some of you got bad knees. (laughs) Pray. And when you get off your knees, get in that bed, still pray. Still pray. Because overconfidence will kill us spiritually. It really, really will. Uh, Jesus got victory. He obtained victory over temptation from the word. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 1, 7, uh, 10 through 11, I'm not going to read all of the responses of Satan, but I will read the responses of Jesus. "Then, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. But he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. If you live by the Word, don't live by media and ABC and NBC. and Don't live by Wall Street Journal and Ebony Magazine and Better House and Garden or whatever you're reading. Live by the book. In verse 7, Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. In verse verses 10 and 11, Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan. When next time you told Satan, get out of my way? Leave me alone in the name of Jesus, Satan. You know, you have the authority in the name of Jesus. When he's p- pounding you with those distractions and he's coming at you from the left, from the right, from the back, from the front, and you can feel that satanic pressure and you know it's Satan that's bothering you. You got the authority in the name of Jesus like, uh, like Jesus did to Satan. Je- Jesus said here, away with you, Satan. When is the last time you said, away with you, Satan? in the name of Jesus, away with you, Satan. I'm predetermined to keep my mind fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what happened? For it is written, he says, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. And look at verse 11. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Now, you can say away with you And if you're you're living in the spirit, you're living according to the word of God, then your words have authority. But now, if you are not in sync with God, and if your life is not harmonized with God, and you live in a lie, you can say away with you, I'll rebuke you, and all that kind of stuff. Satan is sitting there ready to destroy you because he knows you live in a lie. Satan knows when you're living a lie, he'll expose your lie too.
0: In conclusion of this message, Pastor Rander reminds us that we must avail ourselves to God's word and live by it. We must look to him, the author and finisher of our faith. Satan will attempt to destroy us whether we are single or married. Therefore, we must continuously commune with God, focusing on what he has done, what he is doing, and what he is going to do. If you enjoyed this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683.